I am Nicole Robitaille. I'm Alexis Kralicek. And we're with CDA Flea. Yay! <laughs> and I'm Melinda. And I'm with The Hive. And we're here back on Court of Femme. Our next episode is with the CDA Flea Girls. That's what we call you, just so you know. The Flea Girls. Like, I Love we it. really want to start saying your names because you're people. You're not. I'm really into people. Flea Girls, though. Okay, cool. That might stick. You know, the Flea Girls. Yeah, like I like that. That's like who we are. Okay. That's in Court. I would like to be that in Court d'Alene. The Flea Girls. When you see us around, we're the Flea Girls. Love it. That's not bad. No. Okay. Okay. So we're going to start off um, with, first of all, let's have another sip because we're having a little tequila to get us started. (laughs) Cheers, girls. Thanks for being here. Oh, yeah. Okay. So spicy. That is so good. Thank you. Have you ever had um, tequila rose? No. Okay. Put it on your list. I mean, it's not for everyone. It's called tequila rose. And it almost tastes like strawberry quick, like strawberry milk. Mm. Ooh. But it's a tequila that's mixed with rose-flavored liqueur, and it's I'm delicious. into that. It's kind of special. We're big on the tequila. We, like, love mezcal. It's, like, it's the best one. It just mm. makes you feel good, all warm. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So try tequila rose. Love just it. expand your horizon. Of, the bottle's cute. Yeah. I mean, it's great to have. <laughs> okay, we're going to do an 80s pop quiz. If you know anything about 80s music, this is your time to let other people know that you know music. Guess we'll see. Okay. In the Bowie song, Let's Dance, what color are the dancing shoes? Red. They are. Oh, my gosh. Nice job. Was that the easy one? That that was. That was intermediate. Okay. Nice job. Okay. According to Morrissey. (laughs) I'm like, I might know this one. (laughs) What was... Murder. I'm not sure. Do you know? Okay, no, so if I you do don't not. know right away, I can give you multiple choice. Okay, let's do it. A, music. B, war. C, murder. D, meat. I'm going to say A. I feel, I'll say B. Neither. What is, <laughs> what is it? I need to know. It's meat. Oh. oh. Meat was meat murder. Meat is murder. That's right. I have <gasps> seen that before. That, I don't even know yeah. that one. Okay. It huh. was a big thing. That was the difficult that was, one. That was, that was a hard one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so now here's the easiest one. <laughs> easiest for last. According to the Madonna single, who don't preach? Papa don't preach. Papa don't That's preach. Right. Got it. Nice. Okay. <laughs> Two out of nice three, job. you guys. You did good. <laughs> Fantastic. You do know 80s. <laughs> All right, so we are going to just get into some questions here for yeah. you guys. So to start us off, just tell us a snapshot of each of your lives. Like, who are you besides the CDA Flea Girls? Totally. Um, well, this is Nicole, and I was born in Palm Springs, grew up there for a little bit. So I have a little bit of a love for that mid-century kind of vintage yeah, That's yeah. where that comes from. And then I moved up here and went to middle school through high school. Um, after that, I moved to Portland and got my bachelor's degree at the Art Institute in graphic design. Oh, hey. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Loved Portland. I miss Portland. Super fun. Definitely grew up and learned a lot there. Sure. Um, and then after that, I was in L.A. for a year, which was a whole nother thing. So fun. Um, it was another experience. Definitely glad I didn't stay. What were you doing there? What was I? Doing? So after school, I went there to see what it was like to work in that industry, just because it's a little bit bigger and more broad mm-hmm. as far as design work goes. And I did have an awesome and amazing job down there. But, you know, it just came to trying to find housing in Venice, California. Oh, shoot. And you can just right. imagine how that gets. So it was like, okay, do we want to pay this much money for a house or do we <laughs> want to, like, enjoy life somewhere, right. you know? 
Right. So yeah, we've since come up here and it's been good. It's definitely Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. I'm sure you guys can all... Culture shock. Oh gosh, yes. yeah. When my, my boyfriend was here, I was like, so what do you think? And at first, first couple months, he was like, that's weird. I like, I can't. He was like... <laughs> Weird. Yeah, I've never seen people like this. He grew up in Southern California, so okay. you can just imagine. Yes. yes. What about you, Alexis? Um, I feel like I was mostly raised here. I guess half raised in Coeur d'Alene, but over that period, I had also moved back and forth from, we're talking almost every year, okay. from Coeur d'Alene to the coast of Oregon Back and forth. With my, your family? My parents couldn't decide, I guess. Oh, okay. So this I wasn't military? The, no, they, no okay. they were both in the Air Force, and I think they just never quite got the bug out. Okay. So we did that. Um, so it kind of half my life was in both of the places, half my friendships and everything. Um, and to be quite honest, I really didn't like Coeur d'Alene. Went to high school here for the last three years of high school and then decided I wanted to go back to Oregon. So I went to U of O. For nice. almost two years, dropped out in my second year um, and moved to Portland. Uh, let's see. That's Wait. kind of when I got together with my fiancé, yeah. my now fiancé. Okay. Um, and we're getting married next month. Mm-hmm. Ah, congratulations. But thank you. So that over, I guess it was like 10 years that, yeah, so I was out of Coeur d'Alene for 10 years and then moved back here July 2019 so it's been almost two years that I've been mm-hmm. back, and I've honestly been loving it. Um, it's quieter. I I really miss Portland, obviously yeah, too. All the fun, yeah. just the things to do all the time, and yep. the people, Ooh. and the food, and the music, and we lived together in Portland. We lived for together. A while in, too. We tried. It didn't work out. That <laughs> no. didn't work out. <laughs> but that was like part of a growing experience. We didn't for work us. out. As a, it, it was a good oh, time that we had. It was funny too. I remember that day we both sat outside. And we were like, dude. We were like, dude. And we were like, we love you, but like, this isn't working out. We were both so yes, scared to talk to each other. But that's when you know that that's such an awesome friendship, yeah. when you can be that honest and say, this isn't yeah. working. I love you, but yep. we have got to stop this nonsense. Yeah, yeah, it was. We were like, we can't lose our, It's we value our friendship too much yeah. over this little thing that yeah. can probably be easily fixed. So, yeah. And we've been friends for, gosh, what's it been, like 11 years we now? We met here when yeah. I was a sophomore in, in high school. I was a freshman. So it's been about 11 years. Yeah. What high school. Coeur d'Alene. Okay. I remember she came to school and her bangs were so (laughs) short. And I was like, who's she? I need to be friends with her. Like, like she's Betty funny. Page but I had things. I had like really long hair and then Audrey Hepburn, like yeah, little Audrey baby Hepburn. bangs. Yep, totally. Yes. And it was, but That's they were cute. totally yep. self done. And yep. I just, totally. yeah, but. But that's a look. That's <laughs> yep. really cute. Yeah. And you know that, like when you see a girl yeah. and you're like, oh, she looks cool. Yep. I was we like, to we're going to be friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've been friends it. ever since. Yep. I love it. Oh, it's pretty great. Yeah. So glad. Oh my gosh. So you're both back. Mm-hmm. And how did this, how did the CDA flee idea That's come all together? Nicole, honestly. I guess I, after being in Portland, and um, I know this is one of your questions in there, just what was my like flea experience? And it was mm. in Portland. They started this one called Portland or PDX Flea. And I went to it and it was just more, you know, you would, some people do think that a flea is going to be more junk. I don't want to use the yeah. word junk, but yeah. Versus something that's a little bit more curated and mm-hmm. more local and makers sort of, you know, intimate mm-hmm. kind of setting versus like where you're going and digging through a bunch of like yes. old, old stuff. Yeah. 
Um, so that one kind of really, I was like, I love this. This is fun. And they serve food and drinks and you walked around and you met people and you saw people. And then as well as when I went back to LA or when I went down to LA, there was Long Beach Flea, the Rose Bowl. So there was all those and kind of the same thing, but a a little bit bigger and also kind of had some of that more older antique stuff. But yeah. When I came back here, it was like, where's that here? Where, why? And I, I resell vintage as well. I have a booth at the Flea. Um, mm-hmm. And there was nowhere for me to go set up and share my stuff and meet yeah. people. And you, and know. you don't want to like buy a space. You don't want to buy a space for your right. own stuff that you're trying to get off the ground. So. Right. Yeah. Right. And it's not, and that's kind of a big deal too. I do a lot of other stuff on the side. So it's like, I can only put so much time into stuff. And so. Yeah. That was perfect. It was like, let's just set this up for our community, period, because I'm sure there's other people like me and us that want a place to just be able to show their things and meet people. Yes. So it really came down a a community event, especially for Coeur d'Alene. That's huge, I think, right now is just trying to bring the community together and like people together. Yeah. It can be hard to find that in a small community, especially somewhere that can somewhat be judgmental, I guess you could say. More conservative. Yeah, Yeah, totally. And the flea is kind of a a boho gypsy vibe. Mm-hmm. So I know a lot of people who are like, yeah, don't do that. Actually, like, we, try ah. to, we try to keep it pretty, like, approachable, too. Like, yeah. we've had oh, so sure. many different kinds of people that come uh-huh. through that come in yeah. kind of huffing at the... Mm-hmm. They come in just to look like. around and... <laughs> <laughs> and then by the time they walk out, they donate and they, yeah. they leave happy and they say they'll be at the next one. And yeah. it's totally... Like, it is hippie boho vibe, but Mm -hmm. it's really interesting that some other people are able to approach it in a way that's more approachable to them, being that it's so different to what they're used to. Open-minded, really. Coeur d'Alene can be so closed-minded, and that's something, too, where it's just, let's open our minds and accept everyone, and we're all different, and we all got to do this together. Yeah. So let's just enjoy our time and each other's things that we're doing, you know? Yeah. And I think that is a new a new thing mm-hmm. too, where where pop ups are a thing, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. now there's spaces like all across the globe where if you are a pop up, you could live the nomad life because there's pop up places in every city. All you have to do is say, okay, I'm going to be here in Austin in totally. August and in September I'm going to be in Nashville, and, and you love can that set too. up your whole yep. schedule like nomad. That's yep. it. true. Yeah. It's really cool. It so is. So what you're doing, I feel like, here for this area and the way that it's growing, I'm so excited to Thank see, you. like, how it continues to evolve Yeah, we and are, grow. too. It's like, been pretty wild over this last year to see how it has evolved and grown. And, I mean, it was so quick, and we did it in the midst of a pandemic. So, yeah, you know. Right, right. <laughs> it's forgot. honestly insane. You forget that sometimes. <laughs> yeah. You're like, wait, I did this, yeah. but we were also in a global pandemic. Yes. Like, what? Yeah. How do we accommodate people? I mean, honestly, yeah. people needed something. Mm-hmm. What better time? Yep. Yes. And it was perfect because it was outdoors. Yeah. Yeah. So, and being yeah. at the Roosevelt. Yeah. Like, that was cool. Historical building, which has yep. been something really important with the whole fleet, too, is we want to kind of keep that mm-hmm. vintage vibe with yeah. it, too, and support some of these older historical buildings and businesses it's Mm -hmm. you know we got like I said we all got to do it together (laughs) right but what I love about your generation because I grew up in flea world like that was my dad's life he had a junk shop he actually when I was really little his junk shop is called the second chance junk and antiques I love love that but we were a couple blocks from the city dump and he had this is the 80s (laughs) right he had a contract with the city dump and he was able to go pick off of their conveyor belt on Saturdays. Oh, and so he'd be funny. like, oh, people throw away the weirdest shit and that aren't even 
like done for. There's still something else there, right? And so my dad would just have all this stuff and that's what his shop was. He was kind of a picker like that. But then it turned, over the years, it turned into more antique instruments because he's a musician Mm -hmm. and it was more curated. And what's happening now I see everywhere is that it is more curated. It is more eclectic. Mm -hmm. It is more gypsy, but it's still refined. It isn't just where in Colorado we grew up in this flea market that was on a fairgrounds. Yep. And it was. Someone oh, would real just flea. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. real flea. I'm yep. pavement uh, yep. and dirt and like yep. a table of some guy's garage stuff, yep. you know, like weird stuff. Literally everything's tools. for sale. Everything. <laughs> some people just had a blanket and they're like, what? Like, here's my shit. Yep. Like, buy it. <laughs> and then like two tables down, you've got like these rare items and his totally. historical vintage artifacts. So... Mm-hmm. That's the cool thing about the flea, though. You just never know. What you're going to find. Yeah. Yeah. And I love it. So the fact that you guys are just running with this in this town, I feel like it gives me hope. Like, I'm in my 40s, right? And I'm like, (laughs) okay, yeah, I came from a big city. This is kind of a weird town sometimes. Like, Mm -hmm. I love the slowness. But to see these things happening Mm -hmm. from you guys is like, okay. We're we're on the right track. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) I feel the same way. Yeah. 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 And same with you guys too here, you know, it's just, we kind of all got to do it together and create these little spaces for us to come hang and feel comfortable and meet each other at. Yeah, totally. Well, I think that's kind of what my generation is meant to do. Mm -hmm. We're supposed to be nurturers. We're supposed to be like connectors and not just, okay, now I'm doing my thing and I'm just going to keep building my empire Mm -hmm. when on the backs of your generation, like, shouldn't there be more People who mm-hmm. are like, I own this business. How can I help you do you and propel you forward while you're here with me in this small season of your life? Yeah. You know? Yeah. There's just, there needs to be more of that because you guys have so many creative ideas. You're so inspiring. You're just, you're way more free than the young, younger <laughs> women that we used to be. Like, so I feel like there's a <laughs> lot of us who are just like, yes, what else do you want to do? How yeah. can I help you? Like, what do you need? Yeah. <laughs> And we appreciate it. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's cool seeing somebody like you here doing stuff as well, you know? Yeah. But this is this is a strange area. Yeah. It really? It totally <laughs> is. I, I literally applied for a job at that spot across the street. I don't even need to say what it is, do I? It's awful. It's very bleak and sad inside. It's like the across financial the services. Pam? Chapman. It's Chapman. It's Chapman. Pam? Yep. Pretty Personal much. account. And I walked in. I was curious. I just walked through it. I have a job, but I just wanted to walk through it. Yeah. And it was one of the saddest things I'd seen. And it just sometimes it just it's it's weird. Some it of this just hasn't heart. been kind of changed in a long time. It's all like sad, dark buildings. And yeah. it's nice to see something colorful like this pop up. So mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, I know you've talked about street fairs and stuff and that in the future, but it's just seeing you as this little light and other things will come along. I yeah. think so. It's, it's guaranteed. I mean, that's I mean, kind of how it works. You just do what you need to do, and then you hope it catches on, mm-hmm. and you hope that it starts creating more things. Exactly. Ripple. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Just everyone's got to meet everyone, too. And that, that's been a really cool experience in this as well, is just all the people that we've met through, I mean, you and our flea markets and just small stuff, even just reaching out and being like, hey, we're, we're doing mm-hmm. this musicians and yeah. artists. It's, it's, it's inspiring, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I think that's definitely something this town needed. It needed. It was the right time. It was just... Yeah. Yeah. 
You can't stay in a certain place for too long without changing. No. If you don't, then, oh. Because, yeah, I I see this place across the street every day, and I'm like, I wonder if they know that there's more. Like, there's more to life. It's just so you sad. Know, there could be. Like, what else can we do to yeah. be like, okay, what else do you want to run with in your mm-hmm. life? Like, there's just, yeah. I love it. <laughs> I love that you guys see that, too. That's cool. Yeah. Okay, so do you have side jobs? Outside of the flea, what yes. Do you, what so, do you like do I said, I do graphic design mostly during the day. Um, I freelance for the most part. Nice. Um, you would think graphic design would be so cool and glamorous, and it's really not. <laughs> it's really just tedious, and it's the bread and butter. Yeah. Um, and then right now, I'm actually working at Winehouse in Down Sherman. Yeah, and I just cool. do that at night, a couple nights a week. It's good. I like it. The owners yeah. are great. Yeah, cute spot. Um. I mean, I would like to get my design stuff going a little bit more, but last year, you know, it was hard. So it's just, yes. you know, we got to do what we got to do. So it's just yes. putting our head down and it's been good. I mean, you just got to find the balance, but yeah. Yeah. And that's really, I think that's really it too. You have mm-hmm. to have other things happening. Otherwise you are just focusing on that one avenue mm-hmm. and you're hitting it hard. But if it's not moving fast enough or yeah. expanding quick enough, it can be really discouraging yeah. and then you forget wait I'm a human and I like to do other things <laughs> and I, I feel like that's what's nice with the freelance craft design is I can do the flea market and then I can go work service industry and do that little thing you know because yeah. I do I mean service industry is service industry it's, <laughs> yeah. you know it's fun yeah. but it's also draining yeah you know but yeah so it all just kind of it does it all balances itself out in a weird way you know yeah. It's a positive way of looking at yeah. it. Yeah. I, I try and be positive about it because I'm working multiple jobs. <laughs> I work at a, I work at Saute Bistro. Oh, yeah. On four. You work with Ian. I do work okay. with Ian, yes. Oh, I yeah, it. I work with Ian. Um, I work generally, you know, five to six days a week and... It's very draining. Um, no, they, a, they just had a management change, right? They like, did. Okay. Yeah. So, which, you know, is good. It's a positive change, but um, it's just, you know, it's a, it's a service industry job in a town that's too small for all the people coming here at mm-hmm. one time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's one of the few restaurant options. So it's just, you get your ass kicked. Every time you go yeah. in there, you, you have to mentally prepare to get your ass kicked for <laughs> five to six hours at least. Yeah. Um, and, you know, everything else about it is great. I love my coworkers and all of that. But And then I also am in school, so I feel like that's also part of my job because they're both full-time. It is. What are you so studying? What are you I'm in – I'm doing criminal justice, which Ooh. is actually – everyone, every time I tell someone, they go, oh, you're going to be a cop? Because that's like 90% <laughs> of people that get – it's like detective or um, – but no, I want to be an attorney so I'm. It's cool. pre-law, I guess. But I yeah. chose that because the degree was fully online and yes. had credits to use. And why not? Like, just still interesting. So. Yeah. And you know, it is a job. It is full mm-hmm. time. It, it is. It's consuming you. <laughs> yeah, I just finished my homework before I came here. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so I'm at Lewis and Clark, and I just okay. finished my junior year there. Oh, this congratulations! Week. This was finals week for so many oh, people. Mine is this like, next week. Oh gosh. Oh, well, congratulations! It, when you get there, it's so good. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I still have one more year, but. It is. It's full-time job. It's it's a whole other aspect of you that's, like, being pulled and squeezed and challenged. Mm-hmm. And, hmm. 
It's more overload for your brain, for sure. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but it is, it, I like learning. So, I mean, I feel like it's, it goes both ways. Like, if you set the time aside, it can be enjoyable. Um, I tend to struggle with that sometimes, hmm. just setting time aside. Yeah. So, obviously, you know, there's those weeks where I save everything to the last minute, and those aren't <laughs> the fun weeks. <laughs> but I'm hoping I get better as I go along. <laughs> like, okay, this is due Wednesday, so Tuesday, Tuesday. night I could hang. Tuesday like, night. I could do something Tuesday, Tuesday night. <laughs> <laughs> You start planning your whole week 100%. of social activities based on oh, yeah. what's due on what day. And, and then, then Tuesday <laughs> comes by and you don't want to do it Tuesday. And it's like the worst day to do it of the week. So yeah, yeah depends. That's true. <laughs> that's awesome. So you guys are both like multifaceted and you're doing a lot of different things. Yeah, I feel that's like we cool. like to be busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how do you feel then like... Because I feel like what you're doing now and what you're into on the side of the flea, like it's still a very non-traditional way totally. of being. Do you feel like that? I do. Or do you feel like I feel this like non-traditional is kind of becoming traditional? I feel like my parents think I'm like, my dad's always like, you need to be getting a better <laughs> nine to five. And I'm like, I did the nine to five and I struggled. <laughs> I was way less productive. Yeah. And yeah. so I appreciate it and I try and make it work and so it's you know it gets yeah I do I feel like I'm the opposite I mean my and I honestly I feel like this feeds into how yeah, we work how we together work really together. well mm-hmm. but we're we're not opposites I wouldn't say but we have a lot of opposite habits and tendencies yeah like down to I mean even like I smoke and she doesn't kind of mm. thing it's just and like she's you know very clean and orderly I'm not um I kind of like chaos and like things mm-hmm. she doesn't really like chaos (laughs) and so it's we kind of take these things for me though I feel like my work life is a bit more traditional because I'm doing the whole like serving and going to school my parents you know don't really they're like go kid yeah (laughs) go do you kid whatever you're doing but I feel like I don't know I feel like we kind of help our relationship in general I feel like our friendship really is like a balance in our Mm -hmm. life Mm-hmm. So, I so mean, it's like a work wife situation. It is. Kind of. I'm like the organized one, like mm-hmm. try and be on she keeps time. Us, she keeps us, you know, and, just, and she, she actually, yeah. she's not that bad. No, but and then I always, I'm like, okay, can you help me do this? And she'll just do it. And yeah, like, I'll just do it real quick and send it. It's usually like behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, and like, like, can you just proof this or can, can you, you do the business side of things? And I'll be like, yeah, got it. Can you call people? But I won't, if she doesn't tell me, you know, it could take me a while. So she'll, you know, hit me up and be like, hey, can you do this today and be like, got yeah. it. Oh my gosh, <laughs> so I know. We totally, I mean, but I, I feel like, yeah, I feel like, I guess we're not that traditional. No, our, I don't think in so. Our lives outside of flea either. No. Which can be difficult sometimes to like yeah. stand in that and be like, but this is our, this is how we choose to do this. Yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. comfortable. So I think so too. I, I would say I feel the same. I mean, it's all everything's always, always a challenge, growing, but though. it's yeah. always changing. Yeah, it's, like, it's always changing. It yeah. just changes yeah. as you go, which is fun. Yeah. I mean, I think it's fun. Yeah, I totally do too. It keeps it just different. Every day is different. Every task is different. Yep. What we have to do next time is different. It's I like that. The I same mean, thing but different. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it is the same thing but different. Like jobs <laughs> yeah. and all that. But it's you got to keep it like that. Otherwise, you get bored. And yeah. And I yeah. feel like our generation can get bored pretty easily. So having different yes. things to do is that's the way we got to do it. I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it also seems like your generation, if I can say that, mm-hmm. even whatever, but. Like, you you have a handle on what does work for you as a human being. Like, what helps you feel like 
you're living out yourself and you're balancing yourself mm -hmm. and you're taking care that you need to take care of. Like, you just have this better grasp on that. I I'll probably, honestly, I'll probably say balance today like 10 more times. I know. Because like Libra, <laughs> Libra blood in me. Okay, is. Okay. I love it. I love balance in life and everything. So just definitely yeah i mean we only live one life you can't work to live you have to yeah. yeah you you gotta figure out how to do multiple things and make it work and not you know overwork yourself have enjoyment find the things that you right. like to do but right. still like do those things well yeah and that's yeah. where the balance gets off yeah because yeah. yeah. i feel like an an older generation would say no, you just work to make money mm -hmm. and yep. build your wealth. And then if you're not happy, then oh well. Like, yeah. And this is your career and you get one only. Yeah. Like this is what you're good totally. at. Go with that. That's how and you're making money. And then it takes some kind of a disruptor in that life mm -hmm. of whether it's a death or trauma or something to say, fuck it, I'm going to be a trumpet player like I wanted yeah. to do in high school. Yeah, like that's, pretty much. And yeah. then you're a happy person all of a sudden. Like, yeah. What? You're poor but happy, and yep. that's okay, too. Yeah, totally. definitely. Find, I feel like finding a little bit of something in a different avenue in life that you do have mm -hmm. interest in can really just come together to make you good enough at that thing until you're ready to move on in another thing in that genre. Yeah. And you just, you know, you can do multiple things at once. Yeah. Um, as long as they're not like driving each other out. Yeah. And I feel like that's really how you kind of can get your brain to like relax and continue forward and moving forward and not feel I have too many things I'm doing and, and this yeah. and that is just, you know, get it done, do it well. Once you're done with that, move on to another thing that'll keep yeah. your interest until you do it well and get it done. I feel right. Like it's pretty yeah. right. Like that's where people find a dead end is when they're stuck. Like, okay, I just, I'm either going to have to keep doing this forever or I'm going to turn a corner, but turning the corner is uncertain scary. and mm -hmm. it's scary and there's no safety net and there's no plan B. And so you just kind of stay at that, that point of... Okay, yeah. I'm just gonna be okay yeah. with this. Yeah, I guess you know? we've been pretty like that's we we've moved we've moved all over the West Coast. We're pretty good with change and I'm ready challenges. for the and yeah, I, I am too. I'm like, I'm like I want to know what's around the bend. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but then I want to also be able to like feel okay going back around mm -hmm. that corner and yeah. doing my thing again. Yeah, if, if I need to. Yeah, but there's confidence in that. I think it's that confidence in uncertainty. It's a character trait that you're going to be able to use throughout your entire life because the life we have is like curveballs every corner and you just mm -hmm. don't know. You yep. just know what's going to happen or where you're going to be or your loved ones are going to be. So why are you not just doing what you want to do? Like That's, that's so true. Yeah. yeah. And then finding a way to live <laughs> that way. Yes. <laughs> so you did start up last summer. Yep. Here at the Roosevelt yes. downtown. Yes. What have you seen, learned, and laughed about maybe over this first year? Gosh, I mean so much. It's all been a challenge. We just, we laugh at everything every time. I mean, every, every time, because I mean, we try and get together and work on stuff once a week and it's just all of it. Sometimes we're just like, oh my gosh, this is, you know, but then it's just like, well, that's okay because we're going to work through it and it's going to work itself out and it's all going to be okay. But it's really just, gosh, some of the people's, the th questions they ask sometimes, and we love <laughs> them, but. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's like when you're having a conversation and it's, it's over email, you know, so you yeah. can see 
the previous. The thread. Yep. Yes. You see it. I mean, it's right there. Sometimes <laughs> you don't even have to scroll up. It's just yeah. you see it because we're short and to the point in our yeah. emails, not in person. <laughs> but we, you know, we'll, we'll say something, they'll respond, and then a message later, ask that same, like, an answer we just gave them. Oh. So it's, and it's just, it's amazing. I think the laughable part is, you know, the first couple times, it's like, oh, okay, they'll get the hang. It's amazing how often it happens. <laughs> and I guess how patient we've how gotten. How frequent. Ah, <laughs> it's, yes. I mean, we should have auto answers. Yeah. It's, for everything. I mean, where's it at? You know, that's probably the where's it at? And what's the just, date? It's like, like we just sent ah, you the, the little link and yes. it has the little picture and it says the date. And so yes. that's probably one of the most laughable things to me is just yeah. how silly it is sometimes that you're like, I don't because we put so much effort so into much. trying to be like to be, it's very easy. Like Yeah. It's but, here. It's on the floor. The least yeah. thinking possible. Here oh. you go. Yeah. And it just creates work still. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way around it. We've been trying to fix that bug for. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. But that's about the only, I mean, really all of it is, it's pretty, it's actually a lot easier than I expected. I mean, I thought it was going to be more work and I was going to be stressed and over my head and, mm. you know, it was going to be disorganized, but we've found a flow that works. And I mean, mm-hmm. there's times where it's like, oh, did we get this and this? But we kind of just try and, and there's I mean, always little scares. Yeah. Like we mm. always, every flea, there's always one or two little like let's talk last flea yeah so last flea we had one of our vendors and Mm. we were all hauling in our stuff and you know we've been at archwood yeah so it's an indoor venue which is different than we've done um there's does that beans. have a different vibe, like a different feel? It does, feel than but it's, Roosevelt. it's I mean, it's yeah, it's, it's still, really cute. Still it's yeah. smaller, but um, it has these beautiful arches. It's yeah. they're going to use it, you know, for weddings and yeah. stuff. So it's okay. open still light, that vintage vibe. Vintage I think it vibe. was built like that extra piece was built on mm-hmm. in the '60s. So it's kind oh, of it's like a yeah. church. It's a yeah. church and a, a little center. Yeah, okay. yeah, like a ballroom they call it. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So there's beams everywhere. It's this beautiful structure building. And he was walking in. We only get, how long do we have to set up? An hour? About an hour and a half. About an hour and, and a half. And he's vended Usually with us multiple have... times. He's, he's yeah, he's like good. a He's a great vendor. He's a vendor that we gave a double space this day because we had a vendor get sick. So that first morning. hiccup. Oh, that morning. No. Vendor gets sick. I can't make it. Don't worry about it. Feel better. This, our, our vendor shows up always has our back. And he, he goes, I'll fill a second space. I brought enough stuff anyway. Great. Problem solved. He's loading in a table, a huge five foot table, foldable, just carrying it in and hits the beam. And it pulled, it like tore his tendon or broke his tendon. During load in. During load in. So now the person we have to fill these two spaces, who's amazing, has to leave in the middle of setup (sighs) and go to the ER. Yeah, we were bummed. He was bummed. We made it work, and that's part of the challenge. She was like, yeah. "Okay, what do we do?" It was like, "Okay, yeah. we got about two minutes to figure this out because we got everyone coming in, loading their stuff, and we got to mm-hmm. figure out who's going where." We figured it out, and it still worked out. I don't think anybody had any idea. No one had is, an idea yeah. what was going on. Nicole was trying to. It's a new venue, you know, so yeah. there were lots of questions. Where's the bathroom? People asking new things. So Nicole kind of just looked at me and gave me the clipboard. Goes off and does her. She does her thing. She's yeah, going around. Totally. I'm kind of walking around counting spaces, like, okay, what what are we gonna do here? How about we move this down? And it just went seamlessly. Yep. Uh, so we really learned to adapt. I yep. would say never hit the panic button. I've never hit panic. Learned that. Don't ever hit the panic button. We're gonna don't be let okay. anyone know. No. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, cause um, if it's if it's a, if you're in your flow, it's going to work out. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just try yeah. to be optimistic about it. I mean. 
I mean, I learned that in serving. Don't ever hit the panic button. That's mm. just one of those things where it's like, take a deep breath. It's all going to be okay. Like, we have a second to figure it out. And it's <laughs> that seemed to work pretty well for us, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Learned, I yeah. would definitely say, we've learned to get the flow going no matter the Patience. obstacle. Yeah. We've learned to... Uh, streamline communication a bit more yeah i was gonna say communication is a really big thing with us even with like our vendors and guests it's you know we try and get um messages responded to on a timely manner Mm -hmm. and like we said we think about what we're saying before we're sending stuff and you know just try and be Mm -hmm. nice but direct and you know because we're not just gonna let people walk all over us at the same time because people will do that and they'll take advantage so we've definitely kind of learned like how to communicate how to Mm. communicate with each other Mm -hmm. or you know everyone the people that we're renting from like with roosevelt and at archwood and what to ask for we've learned how to ask for things and just this is what we want yeah like what What are some things that you've asked for like for prices, prices, yeah. things we can include, negotiations, um, um, how to space we can use. Yeah. <laughs> We're definitely like, so how, how, many, how many more people can we also can we just fit? use this? Yeah. And, you know, and it's we go about it in a way that's fair to them, too, yeah. by kind of, you know, accentuating the fact of how much better it's going to make the venue look for the next flea. And right. Like you're coming at the question with an already mapped out mm-hmm. idea of why it's important. Yes. yes. And you have to communicate that. Yes. But yes. still but still asking. We definitely yeah. ask. And it's but... okay if it's a no. You can't be you, you can't be butthurt if it's yeah. gonna be a no. It's just like, okay, that's okay, it's we'll figure personal. it out. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It all comes down to again, we gotta do this together. If it's not gonna work out, then let's just figure it out, let's negotiate. I mean, in life I feel like period is not. I mean, you could be selfish and all about <laughs> yourself, but you gotta give back to what your a people around life you too. To live. Yeah. So the, right? the practice of having those difficult conversations mm-hmm. or maybe even awkward mm-hmm. asks yep. like yep. that's at first still producing awkward. Something. Yeah. But now it's I mean, it's to the point now like it's really not I mean, for me, I definitely feel like I've gotten better at... She's really good at it. I, You know, yeah, we'll call or do whatever we have to do just to make sure we understand before signing things. And um, it's just, I don't know, it's gotten easier because I feel like, wait, I'm not robbing them of anything. I'm just Mm -hmm. asking if this is something Mm -hmm. that we can, you know, make work. And if it's not, then we'll approach it at a different angle. Mm -hmm. And the worst someone can say is no. Yep. And they do sometimes. Sometimes they say no. That's okay. Yeah. But... Mostly with like the stereo. Yeah, it's the, st- it's yeah. the it's stereo. It's the stereo. <laughs> the music. Like, like the, nice, the nice systems. They're like, all right, well, we want to charge a little bit more for it. And we're they like, find but out. we will be so careful. It's okay. Yeah, don't you so... want the music vibe? And right. We have our own little... We bought speakers now. Mm-hmm. We have <laughs> okay. our own system. So you don't have to. <laughs> That's lovely. Yeah. That's like a good like, Well, we don't need thing. those anymore, but thanks. Right. Yeah. <laughs> It's true. It's true. That's so yeah. good. Yeah. I mean, because that's what these experiences are. They're practice. Yeah. You know, and then the next time you have a difficult question that's even kind of a bigger scale, mm-hmm. you'll have this confidence to work from. And yeah, I agree. That's yep. where it rolls. Yeah. yeah. And I, yeah, I feel like it's just encompassing too. Like you can, we don't want to be separate necessarily from our venue. We want to represent them in a good yeah. light. We want people yeah. to and we've built go good to these buildings with and the, the Roosevelt, John. Oh, they're and, great. Yeah, they are so great. Mm. Yes, they are, you know, they're amazing, amazing to work with. And we just have this relationship now mm-hmm. where it's, you know, they're, they're almost like old friends. You'll just, yeah. you'll call them up and it's really easy to talk yeah. to them. And in the beginning it was, you know, scary. It was intimidating. intimidating. Yeah. 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 But now it's, you know, well, 
let's talk to John and Tina. Let's see what's up yep. with this. Let's go and sit down and like, figure some you, stuff out. Where you feel like they genuinely want you to succeed. They do. They do. Yeah. They really experience. do. And we've, last that time we sat down fantastic. with them. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. And it feels good for us to have their support, especially because their grounds, they've put so right. much work and effort so into. Much. And we are so appreciative of them letting us use it. And we've done our best to try and keep, I mean, every time we walk out of there, it's amazing because oh, all yeah. the vendors will be out and it is so clean. We're like, never wow. Any, we've never had like one piece no, of trash left behind up. from no. the vendor. Oh, ever. Fantastic. Yeah, ever. That is a... We appreciate that. A 100% lot. of fleas so far. It's mm-hmm. it's insane. That part I love. Yep. Pack in, pack out. So good. Yeah. Because you never know. You nope. never know. They, they nope. can get real dirty. Yep. <laughs> yep. Trash. Hey, what's up? Thanks for listening to Court FM. This episode is with Nicole and Alexis of the CDA Flea. The CDA Flea is a nonprofit. These women have a love for community and creativity. They create a platform for people to share their talents, whether it's vintage curation, baking, painting, sewing, jewelry making, in an environment that connects them with other creatives by hosting a space where all sorts of people can come together in an event that is fun and approachable for all, it stimulates growth within the avenues of life that we consider meaningful and purposeful. Their aim is to celebrate our differences as well as our collectiveness in promoting a sustainable, happy, and freeing lifestyle while giving back to our community. None of this would be possible without venues, vendors, locals, visitors from afar, and the many people who inspired these women along this journey. Thank you to Nicole and Alexis for doing this great work. We are so stoked to have you in our town. The next CDA Flea is scheduled for Sunday, July 25th at the Roosevelt in downtown CDA. From 10 to 2, there is a $5 entrance fee recommended as the CDA Flea is community-based collective. So support local, support creatives. Come on down to the Flea July 25th. All right, back to the show. Yeah. But we've been lucky. Thank gosh. Okay, let's have a little cheers yeah. to that. Cheers, cheers. Yay. <laughs> I feel like tequila just makes everything so better fun. all the time. It does. That's what I was saying. It's like it's just the one that warms you up. Yeah. Our friends this one's good too. It's yucky. It is. It's not bad. Bad. Our like friends it. just got back from Mexico and they oh, bought gosh. us. They mm-hmm. brought us home this tequila that Ooh. was like. It's one of those where you're just really supposed to bust it out for special occasions. Mm-hmm. Did you drink it? Did you drink <laughs> it all? And I yeah. like, no. <laughs> Shouldn't we be saving this? You're like, for... no, it's fine. It's too good to have the worm in it. No. Do you ever do that one? No. Or the scorpion? You can get it with the scorpion. Too. Have you done the worm? I feel like you've done. That. I have <laughs> drinking it with the worm, but I've never eaten the worm. Oh. But you can eat it, right? Yeah. Like and I've heard it's supposed I, to be like... It messes you up. It's like, <laughs> really? Yeah. Do you the chew worm. it? Like, I, what the hell? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not into it. <laughs> but I've seen people do it. I think they just swallowed it. Oh, it was gross. Though. I've seen those like, suckers that like have oh, scorpion oh, in them and stuff. I don't like that. No. no. I had a... <laughs> Mikey, my fiance, he had a uh, co-worker once that went and... She did some crazy stuff in Mexico. It was like land research or... Plant or in, I think she was like an insectologist or Ooh. something. I don't, I think there's a word for it, but she was studying to be this insect person. <laughs> and she brought back crickets. I think they were crickets or grasshoppers. And you're supposed to, they were like dried or something. And you're supposed to take a shot 
of tequila and oh. eat it. It was oh. like a thing. Yeah. And they were kind of salty and uh-huh. but yeah, she made me do one at a bar called Maui's. Oh, oh my god. Shout out Maui's in Portland. So they're just salty little <laughs> They were crispers. salty and they had the yeah. little legs and antenna and, and all that. And but she insisted, you know, this was like our frequented bar. And she goes, I'm not giving you a shot of tequila unless you, you know, eat this. It's the way to do it. And, and you did? I did it, yeah. Like, it was really and fast what and it over. Taste like? Just salt. Like it was so it was crunchy. You know those snap. <laughs> you know those snap peas. Yeah. Like the dried sugar snap peas. Sugar snap peas. Oh yeah. Uh huh. It tasted like that. Okay. The texture. Ugh. That is not bad. Mm-mm. I'm like I don't think I would be into <laughs> it. Little, no. I've seen chocolate covered crickets and chocolate yeah, I've covered seen that. like mealworms. I just I'm not that into eating bugs. Nope, me either. Yeah. Yeah. Not if I don't have to know about it. Like. <laughs> I'm sure we eat so many bugs all yeah, the time. Yeah, I've come to, yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> okay, so how has your friendship or your relationship changed as you navigate this venture together? You hmm. mentioned that you used to live together, and mm-hmm. then you were like, nope, we can't do this. Nope. But now you're working together, and it sounds like you're We've... very complementarian of each other. Yeah. Like what one person's strength is, the other person, maybe it's their mm-hmm. opportunity for development. <laughs> yeah, the there you go. That's a nice way to say it. Person, yeah. you know? I mean, I think we both try and challenge ourselves in a sense, and just because, I mean, I don't, ex- don't want to be like, oh, you need to be doing this and this. I think she knows as well as I do too, and so, I mean... We don't want to let each other down. No, and that's mm. what it comes down to, is just like, all right, well, we got, we're doing this together. Like, yes, sometimes yeah. she's busy, and I'll do something, but then she'll end up picking up the slack somewhere else and doing it another day, and it just kind of, we bounce off each mm-hmm. other, and again, comes down to the balance, and we both just try and not overwork each other, because this, you know, like, again, we're doing this together. Yeah, and, and we know how hard, like, each of us works yeah. outside of the fleet too, and I feel like we just really have learned to give each other slack in certain things like that and just understand that, you know, it's never a good idea to hold resentments. And no. we're pretty open whenever yeah. we have to talk about something. Mm-hmm. We're pretty, hey, I need to come over. Do you want to have a white claw and, like, yeah. talk about this? Or, you know, I don't – I feel like it's just been, like, openness yeah. and, like, ability to yeah. adapt. And I think that's a product of us being friends for so long and, and we've learning worked learning each other and – We've definitely, yeah, and we've worked together, like, at five like different five? jobs. Yeah. And yeah. We've had ha- we've had challenges where we've had to have some hard conversations with each other. Uh-huh. So it's like mm. we know that in the end it's we're both going to be good. Like, we're never mm-hmm. going to not be friends, you know. Like, we we just got to figure it out together, and we just got to – we know how to talk to each other. There's – I don't think we've – I don't – I can't remember the last time we've had, like, a – Like a spat? Yeah. It's, <laughs> gosh, it's been years, and I remember – I feel like I remember when it happened, and I wrote her a letter, and after that oh, we were yeah. like, yep. Friends again. Ooh, letter. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, I know I can't do that again, Alexis, you know? Yeah. yeah. I feel like I feel like it also requires a lot of humility too. Mm-hmm. Like just to kind of be able to step back and and realize, you know, if one of us is in the wrong, we can really sit back and mm-hmm. realize that instead mm-hmm. of, you know, sticking to our guns and yeah. Yeah. like, well, this and that. We just, you know, we gotta I mean, we've had each other's backs for so long. Mm-hmm. Like, why would we not be open to communicating and working together mm-hmm. to strengthen, you know, our personal relationship yeah. and, and work relationship? Even just as human beings, yeah. Just challenge each other in daily yeah. life, in a sense. But not, like, push. No. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's a healthy mm-hmm. it friendship definitely is. that's trans 
transposed into working together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty naturally, too. Yeah. Cool. That's so good. Mm-hmm. And do you hold each other accountable? Like, okay, we have to have this done by this day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We and like it on, not on certain happen. things. On yeah. certain, there's like, certain things. Right now, we have a couple of weeks before our next flea, but like probably a, a week before a week, is yeah. like, okay, this is go it's, time. Yeah. This is the week that we kind of yep. got to set aside everything mm-hmm. and we just kind of and most of the time it's not even that bad we'll be like we'll get together and be like we have all this stuff to do and then all of a sudden we'll be like oh like that was it mm-hmm. that wasn't even that bad like okay now we can just hang so yeah. I mean it's just little thi- like we do these little things all month long and mm-hmm. just little I mean even things that we don't even really feel we need to check mm-hmm. in with each other on just behind the scenes stuff because those are our you know I guess tasks that each of us always takes on mm. And so we're just kind of working on those independently. We don't need to communicate about that. And then when we get together, it's, you know, it ends up being much easier than we think, I think, because we both want to do well. Mm -hmm. So we already have, hey, I got all the musicians. Hey, you know, I got all the paperwork in the drive. Like, hey, I got the check ready and sent in. Like, it's just these little things Mm -hmm. that we each do. And it's, it's like, oh, yeah, I figured you would do that. Yeah. It's almost like a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. Like, if I were to show up a week before and we were getting ready for the flea, I would be so surprised with both of us if we hadn't done anything. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, I would just be like, well, what's going on here? Why yeah. didn't we do any of this? Yeah. You know, why didn't we do our tasks? Yeah. yeah. And we haven't... It's yeah. funny because we haven't, like, written our tasks no. down or... There's sometimes we'll love to text each other and just like, hey, did we do this? And if not, mm-hmm. let's maybe try and take care of it today or tomorrow. Like you a know? checklist of some kind. Yeah. Of like, yeah. And I, I mean, yes, that last week. I'm a checklist freak. I love to-do lists. So <laughs> yeah. I'll write myself one, and then I'll kind of be like, hey, this is some stuff I wrote down mm-hmm. that we can kind of work on. If you can work on some stuff, I'll do some stuff. Yeah. And then boom, and then it's done. And also, like, sitting sitting at her house and letting our dogs yeah. play together and just working together yeah. is, like, that helps. Time goes by ah, so fast. I yes. love it. I yeah. love it. So, so you got to make it fun. It's more of a lifestyle. Yeah. Like, this is what we're it's doing. Just like and we, we enjoy it. And yeah. Yeah. It's it works really well. I mean, it just kind of it's a passion it's never turned like, into business. Oh, I have yeah. to sit down and do the. You know, I like doing weirdly yeah. annoying things. Like I yeah. like doing the spreadsheet. Yeah. I like when we sit down and I and I do the <laughs> all the, the spread and she'll you know and then she'll sit and drink her claw and watch the dogs play mm-hmm. and then I'll be like, okay, I'm done and it's your turn and I'll give it to her and she'll mm-hmm. do yeah. her little thing that she. So it just, I mean, it's fun and it's it's just feels natural. It we don't, does. So I feel like we don't really have to create schedules that frequently like Mm -mm. i mean i don't remember the last time i mean we always say hey let's meet tuesday or yeah sunday but it's always super relaxed yeah it'll be like in the morning having coffee or like in the afternoon having a claw with the dogs and yeah it's it's just we don't want to make it like super worky or like a you know like this is it's just like all right let's get together let's do this thing we got to make it happen you didn't do this by noon on monday like da 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 no that's you know, right. as long as it gets done and it's done in a fairly good time. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it comes back to our passion for giving back to the community and just having this this little event for people and how awesome it is. My favorite part, and I think this is one of yours too, is when we get to take a step back when the flea market is going and just be like, "This, ah, look yes. at this. Like, totally. Look at these people enjoying and our totally. vendors and then our vendors telling us, thank you so much for having us. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah. just, it just makes it all so worth it. And then when totally. we're doing the work, it's just like, this is just going to be bigger and better every time. It's, yeah. it's exciting. It's cool to see. It's yeah, true. For sure. It's such a big payoff. It really is. I mm-hmm. felt the same way. Like the first time I drove away from this space and there was like four or five women like in the window, like Aww. just working, just yeah. doing their stuff. And I was like, 
okay, bye. Yeah. Like, oh, Do I want to go leave? now? Yeah. Um, y'all okay? Like, they're just like, what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're just here yeah. working. Yeah. Like, we're, just we're using the yeah. space and you I created. Was, I actually drove around the block too because <laughs> I was like, no, you it didn't. was like that feeling of dropping your kid off yeah. at kindergarten yeah. where you're just like, I just, oh, oh. peeking in I'll the see window. you tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I even texted my husband. I was like, there's people there. I'm yeah. leaving yeah. and there's people there. Yeah. This is weird yeah. and cool. Like, yay. Mm, I love that. It's yeah. seriously the little things like that. It yeah. is. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. Aww. When someone's in their flow like that, when they're just doing things that they love, whether it's a mix of work and school and hobby that's turned into a passion project, like that's. That's where it's at. There's so much energy there, and I love that. I love being yeah, around that. I agree. Which is why I wanted you on my show. Like, oh. seriously, <laughs> I need this energy here. I need all of your guys' oh, good We appreciate it. We can be pretty silly. <laughs> love it. What do you love most about Coeur d'Alene and the least? I feel like moving out of Coeur d'Alene when I was younger was a really important thing for me to do it made me appreciate this place so much more it's Mm. gorgeous I am an outside freak so I love hiking and foraging and that sort of thing um but some of the things that I miss here like I kind of stated earlier the open-mindedness of the people can be challenging Mm -hmm. um I get looked at like I'm some sort of freak just because I like to wear vintage and like I look a little different and it's like who cares you don't need to worry about what I'm doing like I'm fine And then another thing I really miss is, like we kind of said, the food. I miss late Mm. night eats. That's Mm. another thing. Yeah, gosh. Six o'clock and everything gets dark. I literally couldn't even. I wanted food before this. And I had to go to Pita Pit because there was nothing within a walking radius that wasn't a bar. But the bars are popping down there. Where do these people, where do we eat? Where do we eat? We don't. We just drink. We just drink. That's all we're allowed. And that's what I like most about Coeur (laughs) d'Alene. Is how yeah. acceptable drinking is here. Uh, no, I mean, I'm even totally in, in Colorado, you can't even buy liquor on Sundays. Oh, yeah. have, Sunday is like illegal. Oh, like all gosh. the liquor shops are closed. So Saturday, you have to like Go, be on your be game ready. and like, be like, I, okay. Am I drinking tomorrow or not? Because oh, you can't change your mind. <laughs> you can't. It'll be Sunday and you'll be like, Oh, crap. <laughs> yep. I really can use something right now. But another thing too is I do wish that it like, I mean, not to be like, alcohol super but like <laughs> it's impossible to get a liquor license here yeah and there could be so many cool eclectic more oh chill or more upscale bars even where mm-hmm. it's a little bit more intimate and cocktail vibes yeah. but it's like not pretentious as yeah. well like i guess right. i feel like places in portland were so that was our favorite you could go get a really nice bite to eat and a great mm-hmm. drink but wouldn't be too expensive cute patio it's just hard to find here. And then again, everything yeah. closes super early. We got to get more people yeah. like that too. Yeah. Which is why I love the wine house. I mean, oh, yeah. we live down <laughs> at that end too. Okay. So it's like we ride our bikes. Oh, yeah. It's like, okay. And that was, cool. and I tell my boss all the time, like, you did a good job. Like, this is yeah. a place where even my boyfriend wants to come hang and yeah more places like that that is cute it's cute right there. and live right. music like that's another thing that Coeur has been lacking our whole entire yeah. like childhood I guess or upbringing here there just has not been a it's coming up now but there isn't like a venue for right. us to go to right. you know and I mean I'd like again we were kind of saying I feel like Coeur is just kind of coming up and around that curve of being a little bit more I don't want to use the word progressive but 
a little bit where it's mm-hmm. just art is being more of a thing here and the food is becoming more of a thing here and being out is a little bit more, you know, it's yeah. just, it's kind of, yeah. the hustle and bustle is starting, but right. I think it's just a slow roll and we just have to be patient with it. And that's yeah. what I've always kind of told myself since moving back is like, just be patient. It's going to work out. Same thing with the flea market, like small steps, it'll happen. So yeah. And then knowing that you're a part of that too. That's cool. Yeah, that is pretty cool. It is pretty yeah. cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a hard question. So favorite, I guess favorite thing about Coeur d'Alene would be just the lake and mm-hmm. the how close we are to Montana and mm. hiking and camping and accessibility to all of these things. I mean, I feel like we're pretty close to resources besides the ocean, mm-hmm. um, which isn't even that far Right, right. So um, I love that. I like the outdoorness and the slowness. It was really hard to do those, like, hikes and that sort of thing for me in the city because I was so distracted by, you know, the city. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's probably my favorite. And my least favorite thing about Coeur d'Alene, I guess, would be... Just to pick a different answer from you, I gotta think. Um, Winters can be pretty rough, but I feel like we've. Tried I don't hate to... them anymore because now yeah, I like snowboarding. Yeah, yeah, oh, you just see? got to that so now this I like year. winter. Mm-hmm. Once you find something yep. about the season I that you can really latch thing. onto, it changes yep. the whole yes. season for you. It's, yeah, I for loved sure. winter. Yeah, I guess my least favorite thing is probably the lack of culture mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. It's pretty. I don't. Vanilla? It's all the same. It's pretty <laughs> vanilla. It's just. You know, I like to yeah. use the term, like, beigeness. Like, I hate the beigeness yeah. of, like, a society. Right. And sometimes it feels kind of beige here. I just, totally. you know, I want pizzazz in my day, and I want to see things that are, like, funny and weird without people gawking at it. Like, it's literally the craziest thing they've ever seen in their life. Like, mm-hmm. a person yeah. dancing on the street corner or, like, playing right. music. Like, I want to see things that are funky and different and make you turn your head I mean, rubberneck I, in a good way. Yeah, I yeah. feel like even if yeah. I was walking down the street with headphones in, like, feeling some music, I'd be looked at weird. Yeah, that's you know? weird. You don't do that. You don't bob your head. No. <laughs> you don't bob even your head. Even though it's such a normal thing. Like, in you Portland, I'd be on the bus no. just like, yeah, I've listened to a good uh-huh. song. Like, everyone should know it. I want, yeah. yeah, I want, like, a more, like, a variety of, like, cultural yeah. things. I want to see different arts and different music and different foods and Mm -hmm. right like I want those things to be not normalized but just I mean in a way I guess I just want them to be more frequent Mm -hmm. instead of like weird when it happens because it is I mean when you see something that's that's different here it's you know it's weird because you're not used to seeing it and I feel like that's not a good thing. No. <laughs> so right. that's probably my least favorite. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like there has to be that balance where, yes, local heritage and yes. native roots of the history of this town, that is very important. Yes. And it's and very it's nowhere. Nowhere. It's right. right. Nowhere. Yeah. But there's an and. Like there's a yes yep. and we have to continue to embrace yes. the new and, and the, change yes. and diversity. Mm-hmm. Yes. And yeah. And yeah. That, that's what I was saying earlier. I feel like that's one thing that Coeur d'Alene could work on and I think it's yes. happening and it's it, again it's just going to take time it's slow roll it's people learning to accept new things and yeah. people are really time. it's really difficult for like change in this town sometimes yeah. like it's mm-hmm. it's I don't it's weird to me I've never I mean we're changing so much industrially that it's really weird to me that you know change in other aspects is strange or 
like feared. I mm-hmm. I feel like I've never lived somewhere that it's like that. Right. Like new ideas aren't popping up right. all the time. It's pretty much been the same yeah. here. Yeah. Since... And it's not, I don't feel like it's even a small town no. thing. Cause I grew up in a very small town in Northern California mm-hmm. and it was artists and artists yeah. and makers, mm-hmm. creatives. They were always embracing the change, but we were still a small town mm-hmm. where there was, a, there was small thinking but it was never a rejection of something new yeah. or something that veered off the traditional path. Like this it was town just, has a, it's a, there's a fixed, like there's something that's very fixed that when something goes astray from that, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, totally upsets the, yeah. I mean, we've it's had like people, when you poke the anthill, it's like, oh, we've had yeah, people yeah. freak out about the flea. Yeah. Like, we've gotten messages, people like, this isn't a flea. Like, if oh, they yeah. can't, it's like, it's okay, we can do our flea. You can still go it's to okay. flea markets. You oh can still God, go to right? meal. Flea right. markets, there can be both. We can oh both my succeed. Gosh. Like, people get so mad I'm sometimes. You. Like, this isn't a flea. Like, and they're upset about it. And I just yeah. don't understand. And they don't even come and look yeah. at it. That's the funny part to me. They just see me. the pictures. They just, and... on Facebook, you know, keyboard warrior. Yeah. Seriously. Trolling. Well, we have already learned that that is not our crew. Our yeah. crowd is not Facebook. Like, yeah. it's a generation, yeah, no. I think, that we have. One, I remember when <laughs> we were. Facebook is a shit. All we were doing it was is. planning our space. That's yeah. all. This is like a year ago. We're just talking about it and saying, hey, here's what we're doing. I can only on. imagine what people said. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. The funniest one was this woman who said, well, from your website, it looks like it's just a bunch of men trying to be women. Um, and wait, we what? have a library in town and we have a church and I don't know why we would need anything like this sort of thing that you're doing. And I'm just like, <laughs> I hope okay. that woman's okay. okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> okay. sorry. But if you think about it, who wants one hamburger shop in town? Like, can't you have six or seven yeah. so that you can yeah. choose your favorite and yeah. have some variety? Like, yes. I don't know why it's so... It's it's really hard for people. I don't... Yeah. It's, it's strange. It is. Yeah. That's one thing about this place that I've... It's always been a mystery. It's like, how? Why? I mean, it. I'm sure it comes down to something in history years ago where it's just people are stuck and it's just kind of, it's hard to overcome that barrier. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Of I'm, what you're told, yeah, like, this is the way. and what you're used to, yeah. especially, like I said, I feel like leaving here was very important. It made me appreciate yeah. it so much more. And I never thought I would move back to I Coeur didn't either. I, I mean, it was a huge thing in my relationship, too. I was like, what do you mean we're leaving Portland? I love my job. Oh, yeah. love my band. I love my friends. Mm-hmm. I love being here. What do you mean? And I had to really think and fathom. And I said, you know, that's kind of scary that I don't want to leave. Why don't I just go try it out? I can come back. And I was surprised at how well I adjusted. But I mean, that's that's the thing. I mean, I feel like it's natural to embrace change. Mm-hmm. So it scares right. me when people don't. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, it's That's not my biggest red <laughs> yeah. flag. Like yeah. if you're not... Sometimes, like, even women my age, I'm like, if you're not embracing the changes of your body and it's like, I need to fight this, I need to resist this, Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. it's going to keep happening. Just so you know. Like, it doesn't stop. Find something else to work on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So much conversation in that. I know it. Another another podcast. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Like, let's change and enjoy the uncertainty of it. Yeah. That uncertainty, though, is where fluidity is like yep. that's where mm-hmm. it is you don't know and that's the adventure right yeah 
But if you already know, like, this is where I'm going, and when I get here, I will arrive. Like, that's, that's weird. That's horrible. Okay. Yeah, I will arrive. <laughs> that gets boring. And that's, and that's it. To, yeah. That's it. You arrive, and yeah. you're there. And then your kids are like, see ya, yeah. asshole. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I have three kids, so mm-hmm. I'm just constantly thinking, like, am I helping you expand your opportunities and, and find different ways of being in the world? Or am I just telling you? Like, mm-hmm. mm. you either get to, like, teach your kids how to think or what to think. Yeah. And, man... Oh gosh, there's a lot of what. That's also a whole here. conversation. <laughs> wow. Like, wow, I could go in on that one, too. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, what do you see would be a beautiful addition outside of what you're doing to Coeur d'Alene in the next five, ten years? Like, what do we need here? I've told her that Priority my level, like, dream you know, with, this, need with this flea market is ultimately a brick-and-mortar sort of collective. I mean, something kind of like you guys are doing, um, maybe even, like, collaborating with you guys at some mm-hmm. point, but just really, again, somewhere where... Like, people can come and we can hang and we can do dance parties and workshops and just stuff. Just more community stuff. Just a place for people to come feel comfortable and want to hang out at, you know? No matter who you are, what you are, what you're into, just come and let's do this together. And, again, with the music and just really just bringing Coraline a little pizzazz. That's what it comes down to. That's what we need here. And that would be my dream is just... Somewhere where the community can just really let go. And I know we're kind of doing that already, as are you. And it's, but yeah, it's just more places like that around here. Yeah. Where you can look at a calendar of like, hey, what's yeah, happening this, this week? Let's go do this. And right. Yeah. Yep. And if Wednesday is your school day, you know Tuesday night is your only <laughs> night. Yeah. You're like, there has to be. And then you look on the calendar and yeah. it's like, nothing's happening. Uh, yeah. Like, what? Yeah. So to have options and yeah. choices of what to do yeah. when you want. Educational stuff, mm-hmm. you know, just yeah. stuff where we can all kind of use it as a tool to yeah. do things and work harder as a community to be awesome and I'd, yeah. I'd really like to see like a uh I guess an interactive along the same lines but specifically for music mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. I'd like to see an interactive music space somewhere mm-hmm. that has things only music related posted around in it and and posters and flyers and spaces that you can rent to you know mm. little rooms to record in or practice yeah. in and um, you know, lounges and stuff for people to hang out, maybe even a little stage so you can mm-hmm. have small shows and, you know, places like the Good Foot and stuff where you could go yeah. dance to 70s one yeah. night. And, like different nights. You know, no one practices Sundays because oh. we do a Sunday night dance party every yeah. last Sunday. Mm-hmm. Or, well, no, we can't do that. No, not <laughs> After the flea. <laughs> but something, I don't know, I feel like, that you know, there's not a lot of music here that's not your average what you hear at Hogfish or, yeah, you know, our lovely local people that yeah. play downtown and do mm-hmm. their individual singer-songwriter, which is great, but I just, again, want variety. It's yeah. just, it, Let's get it gets some bands stale. Into like, right. Let's, yeah. right. And then those bands bring other bands. I mean, we have so many awesome bands just over the border in Missoula, like mm-hmm. so many awesome, awesome bands. And then Spokane's close enough. There's a lot of good musicians up there. Mm-hmm. And it's just... Yeah. If you're playing music with someone, you're generally driving to Spokane, mm-hmm. and that's where your practice right. space is, because mm-hmm. there are none here. Right. Mm-hmm. So somewhere somewhere like that, that was more interactive, so people could actually come and watch and, 
you know, see what it's about and maybe find that interest and kind of like learn re-put. and be able to yeah and maybe some people teach people. or yeah. yes and okay. just fun stuff so there's yeah. a local guy he's i think he's in his 70s but he used to play with sammy davis jr like he's a seasoned oh, wow. musician cool. he is and he was talking about doing some music things here of like this is the kind of stuff he's thinking yes. like so cool he's like I all I do is tell people bring one thing from your house. Oh, I love that. That makes a sound or that you can hit to make a sound yes. and bring it. Oh, that's so fun. Oh and my so gosh. And so he had like yeah. 20 people and everyone brought something different. Someone brought a p- plumbing pipe. Oh Another gosh. guy brought a cabinet. Like they re- reupholstered, not reupholstered, they redid their whole kitchen and he saved one cabinet. So he just opened and closed oh. the cabinet oh. door. And he's like, there was 20 people in this room making the coolest sounds. And he would walk by and say, here's your beat. Here's your pulse. Like, oh, that's And then move fun. on to the next person. And I was like, what? See, yeah. I love stuff like, stuff like, like that. Just more of that. That is love so cool. That. that is what, that's what so we need that's here. who's here though. Like yeah. those people that's, and that's, those who are, are in their yep. 70s, like they're we here. Need to, Yes, and they want people they like us, I feel to, like, to, yeah. to carry it on. Yeah, but they just to make don't space know. for them. Yeah, exactly. And invite them. To yep. Please. Yeah, the whole, yeah, the whole brick and mortar thing would just be so cool because, I mean, we could use it for so much, like so vintage, much more. Mm-hmm. We'd have, like, mm-hmm. kind of like a mix mm-hmm. of just what you guys got and Coraline Coffee. So you could get an office space. There's yeah. workshops. There's always, yeah. like, it's innovative. print workshops, design yeah. workshops. It's inclusive. Copyright it's... workshops. Yes. Yeah, you know. just all inclusive. Yeah, like educational, but fun and like I said, a tool. It's just like a tool for us to use and for people to get out of their shell a little bit. Yeah, challenge yeah. challenge themselves. And I want good food. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've talked yeah. about like, if we, we would get some. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Gosh, good food. I'm really sick of the food here. Yeah, I am too. You just ate pita pit. I just ate pita pit. That's <laughs> just so depressing. You know. I mean, and that's a corporate chain. That's a franchise. Yep. So it's hard to really get down with that sometimes. Yep. So I'm it's like, just... I want to support local, but when local is not. I would have rather had like a euro from a food cart. Yeah. You know, like and I want to get something none. like that. Yes. Yeah. Food cart. There's like food that cart. Does the that's where the passion is. Yep. Like, that's why I feel like pop-ups and food yep. carts yep. are, it's the best people who are so passionate about, passionate what, they're about what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah, there's a hot there's yeah. the hot dog guy. Oh yeah, Bernie Bernie dog. Bernie dogs. He's there good. we go. Who's he, where's he at? He stands Behind outside of Iron, Iron Horse. Horse oh really? What is okay, it like? Fridays okay. at ten? Yeah, they're really. He good, pops though. up. He like pushes his cart, and then you smell him. And oh then you go, God. and he has one. There's like peppers, like onions, jalapenos. Yeah, he and, like loads mm. it up. It's, and they're so good, and he's just this really happy man oh, that just shoot. wants to serve hot dogs to drunk people. And he calls them Bernie dogs. Yeah, Bernie dogs. And I love he, it. he has yeah. one with, like cream You'll see people on. downtown. It's been a while, but yeah, you'll just see everyone like munching, munching. on a hot dog. You're like, where'd you get that? Bernie, like, Bernie dog. Yeah. <laughs> oh so we have God. one. We have yes. one, and we need to protect him. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I think that's the thing I miss about Denver is that you could go downtown mm-hmm. 16th Street where there's no cars. It's just people walking. And there's like a piano in the middle of the street over here, a chessboard over there. But it's like eight blocks of just street walking pedestrian stuff and so there's bicycle carriers where they have like like... a three-wheel bicycle (laughs) yes and you can you can just hop on it's like a lift or an uber but it's on a bicycle ride yeah Yeah, i've seen those yeah and he'll stop at whatever vendor you want of the like the hot dog guy the pizza guy (laughs) the water guy like oh my gosh and then it's like 
a warm night. Yep. So you're just kind of like, yay. Yep. <laughs> That's the yes. best. I miss that so yeah. much. So yeah. much. Well, I absolutely appreciate your time and Thank all you. of your all of the responses to the questions. Like it's just it feels me as someone as just a resident in this town who's trying to do things, you know. But I feel like it it also helps the younger generation, like my daughter who's 21 and she looks to you guys of like, they're doing things. I can do things too in the next couple years. I don't have to be like 40 to like finally do mm-hmm. what I want to do, right? Totally. So that's kind of why I wanted to interview you guys too because I want other young women to see what it looks like and sounds like to pursue things outside yeah. of what you're doing and yeah. that you can have a creative life. It can be your lifestyle, mm-hmm. but it can also sustain you in ways because yeah. I feel like in towns like this where it is very conservative and sometimes it can be a little heavy capitalistic yep. <laughs> that you need to see people. You need to hear them and see them doing creative things out of the beaten path the traditional ways and you need to know what that feels like and then you can do find your own little route and do yeah. it yourself but yeah. feel empowered you know yeah. mm-hmm. so thank you so much of course thank thanks you for, for having us yeah, yeah, thank you we so really much enjoyed this this was awesome it's, it's great cool to talk about this stuff. Yeah. yeah well if you guys ever want to start your own <laughs> podcast please like i welcome you like come into the space talk to people have you know it, it is actually podcasting is becoming something that helps your brand or your business reach people in a more personal way yeah because this is I so much more fun totally. like yeah. we've had some shots of tequila yeah. and we're just we're just hanging shit. out like, honestly right, we right. never try and make it super about us so it is cool to kind of be able to talk about and you know people can Mm -hmm. see who's behind the the flea market and it's easy to get stuck at a dead end in small towns yep and so it's important to see and hear from women who are forging and pioneering new things in this area i agree thank you so much we appreciate it a lot yeah Yeah. Yeah, it'll be so how do people get in touch with you if they're interested in vending cdaflea.com well, immediately, you can immediately contact form to our email, or you can uh, just email. Is it cdaflea at gmail.com? Yep. For vendors, there's an uh-huh. apply tab on our navigation bar on our website. Super, super easy. It's so okay. simple. It's just you click on it, and it's it's like vendors. It's It has tabs, and you can just go yep. to what you're looking for, and it'll just follow you right to the path of where you need to be. Fantastic. Um, and that's, you know, those are the two best ways. Instagram, you know, yep. our, our name is cdaflea. Yep. So it's it's pretty easy. <laughs> and even though it's simple and clear to navigate that, you'll still answer questions. Oh, yeah, yeah. we'll always answer yeah. questions. We always will answer questions. Always answer <laughs> questions. And happily. Yes. Love it. Yeah. All right. Well, that is another episode of Court of Femme. And this is her story with Alexis and Nicole of CDA Flea. And we're just so excited that they are here in our town and we get to draw energy from them and we also get to see the things that they're doing and get inspired by it as well. That's that. And we'll see you again next time. Welcome to Core de Femme, a podcast for the femme perspective. There's an overwhelming and inundated male perspective that has been dominating global conversations on the human perspective since forever. From business to home life, education to reproduction, it's time to create more space for a femme perspective as we continue to shape the possibilities for a meaningful life. 
we think about the male perspective as that's who inspired the Bible, pioneered and structured our nation, wrote laws, governed laws, made money and allocated money, head of state and head of house. Even the female reproductive system was identified and named by a man, Gabrielle Fallopio, an Italian priest and anatomist. He coined the term fallopian tubes, which are commonly known as uterine tubes and ovarian tubes. But I think that just goes to show, like, as a woman, as a femme, our entire experience is often narrated by the male perspective. And we know that we need more female perspectives. All critical thinking requires every side to give an account because all sides paint a most accurate and complete story. So let's hear from her. Let's give her the mic. Let's give her a platform to tell her experience, her perspective, and in her own words, welcome to Cor de Femme, where her story is the story.